Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And this is Going for Two mm-hmm. with Jack Taylor, as it always is. Yeah. Uh, so we are here uh, re- reviewing a game against uh, Vanderbilt from last week, a huge SEC win, probably the first true blowout in the Mike Leach era, mm-hmm. and um, which is really good to see. Really, really comforting. I know Vanderbilt's not a good team. We'll get into that. Uh, but we're also previewing our game against Kentucky coming up on Saturday. So we're really excited about the op- uh, episode that we have going forward. But first, I want to start this off. Like last week, we actually uh, moved from our motivation to start onto just some general advice. So last week, we gave you guys some advice. Just do your, do your Black Friday shopping online. Um, this week, I, I just want to just from personal experience if you're ever on like a really long flight i mean i'm thinking like anything over probably three hours um just get every now and then get up move around a little bit get the, get your blood circulating go to the bathroom if you need to i guess um but just just move around a little bit i took a about a 15 hour flight to thailand uh or to south korea a couple years ago and on the entire 15 hour flight didn't get up once and uh, I had cankles for the first few days I was there. So that was pretty brutal. What you got to add to that, Hunter? Does this only apply to long flights or does it also apply to car rides? I mean, in a car ride, usually you're going to stop and get gas I mean, before 15 hours. So well, I mean, you said longer than three hours. Like, you can drive like I mean, five, I, six, seven I would, hours. I would recommend stopping and just, just looking at the scenery. You know, especially if you're driving through somewhere like Kansas, you know, there's a lot of scenery there. There's just a whole lot of stuff out there to see. Mm-hmm. A whole lot, of, lot of corn. So, um, but yeah, it just just move around. The blood circulation's important. You don't want cankles. You know. So at some point in this three-hour episode we have coming up, uh, get up, walk around, uh, take those bottles in your room, go throw them away, and it, everything will be nice. Take all your cups to the to the dishwasher. Yeah, I'm looking at three right now in my own room. <laughs> You mean in our studio? In our studio mm-hmm. that has no air conditioning. Sorry if you can hear outside. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into an episode. Okay, so we're going to start this off how we have uh, almost every episode this season, and we're going to touch on some college football from around the country because it's a weird year. Mm-hmm. Weird stuff's happening every week. Yeah. Uh, first game of note, uh, Illinois went into Penn State and beat them in nine overtimes. Uh, it was our first time seeing the new overtime format. Um, it's it might, to... nine overtimes might seem a little bit extreme, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we had what is it? First two overtimes are normal. Yeah, and then after that, you just go into a shootout of two point conversions. Mm-hmm. And and most of the time that would be exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. Most of the time that would stop you from going into nine overtimes. Mm-hmm. You you would you would assume, but neither of these teams could score. I think it was yeah nine overtimes, so eighteen attempts each. I think they scored five out of nineteen. No, five, yeah, five out of 18, sorry. Jesus. It's late. Man, that's tough. Yeah. But uh, Illinois comes into Penn State, gets a huge win in those nine overtimes. It's just a, I just kept on seeing the, the update on the bottom. Dude, like, it was, eight overtime, it nine was overtimes? frustrating watching it because the, the team that chooses defense gets to pick which side of the field is on. So every time Penn State was on defense, they'd go over to the student section, and then Illinois would take them away from the student section. So it's just walking all the way across the field, Ugh. and it was ridiculous. It, yeah. But Illinois came out with a win. Uh, Brett Bielema, uh last week said all of his team is awful. Uh, no one's contributing that has been recruited here in the past few years. <laughs> 
he didn't lie, but <laughs> they go and beat Penn State. It's a signature win. For yeah, him. yeah. Uh, so the second game on here is uh, Clemson at Pitt. Uh, Kenny Pickett has arrived. Mm-hmm. That is all. Uh, Clemson has. I mean, we're we're now seeing Dabo Sweeney without a generational quarterback, and it it's it's pretty sad looking. Yeah, it's so. it's not it's not that good. It's not going to win the ACC. Maybe maybe he was right when he said maybe wasn't lying more when he said when players start getting paid I'll quit coaching. Uh, you know, it kind of looks like it right now. He's a man of his word. Mm-hmm. You got to honor that. Okay, then the third game here, Oklahoma State at Iowa State. I remember a wise man on Going for Two last week said, Iowa State usually gets a, a, a big win randomly. Mm-hmm. And at home game last week, they got to storm the field. Yeah, uh, it, it was a beautiful storming of the field. Um, Oklahoma State had everything to play for. like Had just beaten Texas the week before. Yeah, win here, and you get to go on. Season's pretty easy until you meet Oklahoma, and whatever happens, you probably have two shots at them. Still probably have two shots at them. Yeah, I think Baylor may sneak up and get that. Which Maybe so. I'd, I'd love to see Baylor versus Oklahoma again. Yeah. But, yeah, Oklahoma State, it's it's over for kind, kind of. I don't think playoffs are happening unless no. you beat Oklahoma twice if you get there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a long road. They went from controlling their own destiny to needing a lot to happen. Yeah. So I've been there. But. Okay, so let's get into the game review. Once again. Um, you I, mean you've been there. Remember when we were number one in the nation last year with the Heisman finalist quarterback? We should have been number one. Should have been number one. Yeah. Beat the defending We could have done champs. a logo and not, then it turns into number one. Yeah, you're right. That was a that those, was pretty those original. Were the, those were the days. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I didn't do my film review because classes have been piling on me. I had three tests this week. Just, just, Understandable. just I mean, needed a break here. Wasn't no, nope, nobody's ever expected you to do those. Neither. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to realize that. No one's asked for them. Um, so I'm gonna start this off with uh, we got to Kumar early. Uh, first pitch, uh, we take it for a single or was it a double? Uh, it was a single. Yeah, yeah single. He got and, a, he got a double the next inning. And and then Will Bedner got out of some trouble. And then Tanner early. Allen went down with that horrible strike call, yeah. and it was over past then. Yeah, uh, Vandy got the bases loaded in the first inning, but then Will Bedner gets a double play to get it out of it, and he was lights out after that. Yeah, so. one hit game overall. Yeah, it's, it's pretty better good. get Landon warming up. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> that that was a fun little yeah fun time there. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little flashback. Vanderbilt is really, really, really bad. Yeah, moving on to football here. Yeah, Vanderbilt football is horrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Um, I, I just. It made they made Mississippi State look great, and that's that's and even a lot. when Mississippi State was horrible, they never took advantage of it. I, honestly, when when the tides really could have turned for Vanderbilt in this game, uh, Will uh, Will Rogers throws an interception. The very next play, Emmanuel Forbes gets the easiest interception of his life, and we're back in the game. We never looked back. Yeah, it's... except when Will Rogers almost threw another interception. Yeah, we don't, you know. Don't talk about that. Gunslinger will. People have been wanting them to take shots downfield. Yeah. They hate them when they're intercepted. <laughs> Can't ever please these Mississippi State fans. Mm-hmm. No, no. You won 45-6. Nah, we need to get Chance Lovertich in there. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, next point here uh, from this very exciting game. Candy Corn is bad. Confirmed. Confirmed. Uh, Mike Leach really needed to come out here and make a statement to unite the fan base, and I think he did it. Yeah. I mean, 
he likes the sprees in a box, but you have to go to the dollar store to get those, and he does. He does go to the dollar store to get them. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm just wondering. At one point, as a sideline reporter, do you just pull the plug and just say, "Dude, stop talking about candy." <laughs> it was a simple question about candy corn, and the dude rambled dude, for like you, three you're just, minutes. You're just sitting there, just like I'm trying. I'm, like somebody had to like prompt him off the field, or I, I think he'd still be in Nashville. <laughs> I just I was just sitting there in pain. Like, come on. He, he he stumbled over the word Haribo for, for, for a good 12 seconds. That's a sign of a very intelligent guy. He just takes time when he speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing, not not really getting into the game game yet. Uh, the band wearing the National Championship hats is pretty cool. Yeah. Big band fan here. Yeah. I hope that all the fans that were there were wearing some sort of National Championship gear. That It's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to get get into more of like actual game yeah uh will started off great uh first two drives were looking good then had a bad couple of sequences Mm -hmm. uh those were some of will's worst football uh not throwing the ball away i mean in conjunction with their offensive line just kind of imploding for a few drives uh bad balls interceptions that it was kind of weird but he but he got out of it Mm -hmm. and put ended up having a great game yeah yeah it was good um at one point, he had a designed run that went for like somewhere 15 to 20 yards, and it got called back because of... It was Dollar Bill that had holding on really? that one. Because yeah. of a holding call, and it made me so sad. So I, mean, I was just so frustrated. I was Dude, like, I don't know why Will held that guy there. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, uh, I mean, finally, you get to see what kind of what, a little bit of what we've been wanting to see. You know, just did we run in- a speed option in this game, too? I think we did, yeah. Yeah, it- kind of seemed like stuff was opening up i don't know if it was we, just kind of the looks that vanderbilt was giving us or like okay we're gonna beat vanderbilt go out there get reps kind of yeah i wouldn't also, expect it to be like that but also had a backwards pass to wally and then he passed yeah we forward. did fun yeah like there were some like trickeration that like, didn't look like the air raid for a little bit yeah and it's kind uh, of fun to see but the, the pass by wally was incomplete Will's run gets called back, but I mean, even still, we're seeing a little bit of. If Wally completed completed that pass, do you think there would be people calling for him the BQB one? I somewhere <laughs> some somebody. Would. Just I probably would, ironically. I roll. Um, but oh yeah, uh, Will Rogers comes off this game and has a subway commercial now. Uh, that's a thing. Yeah. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I don't don't know what that's gonna be like. You don't think they wanted DJ Ungalele? Nope. Well, um, <laughs> all right, so coming off of the Alabama game, we're kind of thinking Will Rogers may be a little bit hurt. Maybe we're, we're a little bit timid. First of all, if your quarterback is hurt, you don't design run him, uh, especially in the Until area. Until that uh, 2019 Bama. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, Tua is dead. There's no way he can run. 30-yard <laughs> touchdown run against LSU. <laughs> no. Well, um, but he, he looked really, really healthy in this game. He looked back to normal. Um, really, really good game for him. And by the end of it, we were actually ahead by so much that we were actually able to finally see another quarterback in for Mississippi State. Chance Levertich comes in and has one drive at the end of the game. Uh, we could have just taken the ball and kneeled it at the end, but we let him take a deep shot, and he gets his first touchdown at first State. So, yeah, uh, what are his stats right there? Um, five of six for 77 yards. 
one touchdown, one touchdown. and then uh, seven yards rushing. He kind of moved around in the pocket better than I expected him to. Yeah. To, to be to be honest. Yeah. Still, Will Rogers' team. Mm-hmm. Will Rogers. He's 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 key. He's the one. guy with the subway commercial. Yeah. You can't you can't bench a guy with the subway commercial. Yeah. Uh, but Chance looked good in his opportunity. Uh, I mean, he definitely didn't didn't lose his his shot at becoming the next guy up or whatever. But um, you know, I still it still will. If you were a quarterback in Brandon, Mississippi, there is a good chance you you may be in the quarterback room at Mississippi State sometime or, or soon. with Mike Leach somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's wild. Yeah. I think there's three right now in it. No, there's there's, there's two right now. There's two, and I think we're. There's some someone else that was like close to coming here, okay. and like I don't understand how there's enough years for that to happen. Yeah, like <laughs> what's going on in Brandon? <laughs> some stuff. The, Bra- um, the Brandon baby boom happened at some point, and <laughs> all right, <laughs> offensive line. It, um, we always get here, and it always seems like Lashley's name comes up. Yeah, Scott um, Lashley I'm, struggled. Yeah, I'm starting to think. There may be a reason that Hypothet- he, hypothetically, hypothetically speaking, that there may possibly hypothetically be a reason that he didn't play at Alabama. Just, just, just my and thoughts. It, it wasn't that he wanted to come home. Mm-mm. Nick Saban was like, "Why don't you go home?" There's plenty of things in Tuscaloosa. Why don't you go home? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Lashley did not have, not play great. Uh, I don't think he just thought that Little Dude was better than Dreamland. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know how anybody could think that. But yeah, uh, yeah. Lastly, wasn't good. Other than that, I thought they played really well. Uh, Dollar Bill uh, had that penalty in that game, but it honestly it was kind of a ticky tacky call right there. He kind of tackled the guy. He does that a few times. Yeah, a little over aggressive boy. Well, he's kind of huge. I think he's six nine. Um, a couple of penalties and and I mean Vanderbilt brought some pressure and got to Will. I think once or twice, but. I think the times that they got to him, it was his fault. He yeah. just stayed in the pocket too long, mm-hmm. just just staring down or just just not not being aware, maybe. Um, but it, it not, not much the, was on the offensive line. Not being there, I don't know how often because we've seen times where it's like, okay, there's actually no one open, nobody open, like because like you're no one. Like I know it's theoretically supposed to be, oh, you can't cover that much grass, but you can run into coverage if you're not running your routes right, yeah. and sometimes it just doesn't work out uh and not being there and espn showing about 10 yards uh from the line of scrimmage when mississippi state plays don't really get to see that much down the field yeah so i can't really make a judgment there i don't know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad he didn't throw four interceptions in this game yeah i think people that were there at the alabama game are really the only ones that can really comment on on will's struggle in that game me and you were there in the student section Honestly, most plays there was no one open yeah. at all, and I guess you can you could also say I mean just step up in the pocket, maybe try to run, but you can't. The the, the linebacker that had like six sacks in that game, uh, I feel like would've. he would he would argue. That, I, I feel like feel like that wouldn't go well for, for no. Will Rogers. Mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Charles Cross. Charles is so good. I mean, he's the he's, Charles the Charles Cross slander needs to stop. He is inching his way up into being a top five pick in the draft. Yeah, and very deservedly so. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is really looking awesome as yeah. the year goes on. Uh, he struggled early in the year, but I mean, every game he gets better. And I know it was against Vanderbilt, but he looked just as good against Alabama last week. Okay, so. tell me right now, 
Who goes for like first in the draft? Matt Corral or Charles Cross? Cross. I think Cross too. Yeah. But Matt Corral could easily be QB one. Yeah. Like, like anything could happen this year, and uh, I'm kind of uncomfortable with that. Yeah. I mean, we, me and you were just talking Matt Corral. I mean, we'll talk about it later, and when we take make picks. But Matt Corral is one game away from a Heisman moment, or one mm-hmm. game away from just us laughing that he was ever in the Heisman conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Ha, you got best about Bo Nix. Yeah, and, like, it, and it's, way and it's this week. This yeah. week is that game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, um, Other than that, Charles is really, really good. Uh, SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He got some award. Yeah. Um, moving on to the wide receivers. They They're good. good. Yeah. yeah. Not many uh, drops in this game. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of uh, one. There was one time, I don't know if it was Polk or... Or Calvin, uh, they didn't stop in the zone, yeah. right? Then those those are just going to happen when you're throwing it this many times a game. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was really the only miscue that I saw. Uh, Christian Ford and Rara Tom- Thomas? Rara Thomas, yeah. Are really good. Yeah, Rara Thomas, SEC Freshman of the Week. So, two honors uh, for Mississippi State this week. Um, that was, it was surprising to see. Yeah. Yeah. It was like week one when we saw him last, and he... he he balled out then, and he did again this week. Yeah. So we saw Rara Thomas and Rufus Harvey was another name, Starkville guy that um, we Should had. have had two touchdowns. Yeah. He had one touchdown. We hadn't really heard his name much at all. I mm-hmm. heard about him in the offseason, but this is our first time seeing him get, get reps. And, and like he looked good. <laughs> did Caleb Ducking play in this game? Yeah, he got three catches. Three catches for good 40 for yards. But Rara uh, had five catches for 52 yards and a touchdown. And Rufus Harvey, two catches for 17 yards and a touchdown. And then outside of those names, you have our normal guys. Um, Jaden Wally, five catches for 72 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, and then um, uh, Makai Polk, where is he at? Uh, Second. Five, five catches for 63 yards and two touchdowns. That so. first touchdown from Makai. Yeah. <sighs> that was pretty awesome. Um, so aired the ball down the field this week and our receivers were able to handle it. Yeah. They looked really good. Yeah. Malik Heath as well. He had my player of the week last week. Yeah. Three catches for 26 and a touchdown. So, I mean, just a very, I mean, I'm just looking at this long list of receivers. A lot of guys caught passes. Is it 12 receivers? I think it's 12 or 13. caught a pass. 13, 13 13 guys. That's so many. Wow. That's really cool. Show that to a Mississippi State fan in 2011. <laughs> Where two guys might catch a pass. I think 13 guys caught a pass all season. <laughs> Maybe. Nah, probably not. Okay. Um, that is that is really cool to see. That's that's just the air raid. And I know, like, no, it was against Vanderbilt. Still great to see the air raid yeah. work. It's still fun to watch. Um, so, what did you say about our defense this week? Um... I think you know the stat. I forgot. Uh, it was like the least amount of downs allowed by a defense. Yeah, the year since the year two thousand, it's the first Vanderbilt's the first team to be held under forty five plays in a game. And I started noticing like a lot of three and outs. Um, but geez, I didn't know it was that many. Yeah, that Vanderbilt's bad. Uh, we did give up that one really big uh, shot downfield. Uh, once again, our safeties are not very good. Nope. Mm-hmm. But, but. There's yeah. one long play. I think they got a field goal on that yeah. drive. Um, but in the game, Vanderbilt had five first downs, and they're one for 11 on third down conversions. Um, That's not too good. Not great. Kind of suboptimal. I, I, would, I would want my team to do a little bit better than that. You know, if I'm coaching that team, 
I'm 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 getting those. Just just call a play that will convert a third down. Yeah, and and sometimes mix in the touchdown play calls. Yeah. And sometimes listen to the fans and tell them tell your quarterback to throw the ball. Yeah. That's it. That's but it, it seemed like every time that their quarterback was back in the pocket, he was having to scramble out and he was just getting back to the line of scrimmage or losing yardage uh, there on the sidelines. Um, and I get I mean, it's not a very experienced quarterback that they have. It's a really bad team. But our, our defense did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. And when our offense did struggle and it looked like Vandy could get back in it, our defense on literally the very next play shut that down and stopped any sort of Vanderbilt run. So um, defense was great, uh, or good, possibly great. Yeah. So uh, not really sure just because it was, was Vanderbilt. But I think they're, they're, they're back to normal after that mm-hmm. Alabama game. No, no falter after that. So. All right. So that's it for the Vanderbilt game. This uh, is a very exciting game. Yeah, no, you just wanted to hear about it more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I always like to hear about a big win like that. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so moving on to our game preview for a game against Kentucky. Um, kind of a weird storyline we have coming up here. So we are favored to win this game. We're we're a one point favorite. So I mean, honestly, just an even spread. Yeah. Um, but Vanderbilt, I mean, excuse me, Kentucky comes in as the number twelve team in the country. So it's weird, an unranked team being favored over the number twelve team, but. Mississippi State hasn't lost to Kentucky in Starkville since 2008. I was eight years old then. I was eight years old, too. That's a good stat. You know? Put that on a graphic. We need to make one. Yeah. So, um, honestly, like, since 2009, we can kind of look and see, like, this series has kind of been dominated by Mississippi State, it seems like, but in the last five years, it's gone back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, the home team's going to win, it seems like. Um, so we'll see if that happens again this week. Um, but what's it going to take for us to beat them? Uh, I would like to first say I do not like this being our uh, cross-division rival. Uh, I do not like Kentucky. Uh, I don't want to play them ever. I, I kind of like it. I don't. Before they started winning. Mm-hmm. When we won like six straight, I loved it. So In 2018, it all changed. Yeah. Well, well, 2016, it all changed. Yeah, but 2018. 2018 is. hurt. Yeah, so um, the the trend that we've seen in the 2018 and 2020 game, the game from last year, Kentucky just thrives on play and on emotion. Mm-hmm. In 2018, they were on Twitter the entire week before, getting in Kylan Hill's head. and Getting in Kylan's head? He's, he's not a head case. Whoa, thoughts and prayers out to Kylan Hill. Uh, went down with a tough injury. Uh, mm-hmm. like to see him back next year. But they got in his head. Or his knee. Jeez, that's tough. Um. No, I'm sorry. I'm sure sorry. he's not listening. Talk about that guy. Yeah, if you're Love listening, you if you're listening, just send me a thumbs up on Instagram. Um, but anyway, I mean, they they just thrive on getting in our heads and playing on emotion and, and Cash Daniels, uh, <laughs> least favorite least favorite SEC football player of all time. Really, yeah, that's, dude, that's dude, I, I dislike him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kentucky's having a great year. They have knocked off LSU. They beat Florida. Um, I mean, Which honestly, right now beating Florida does not sound very good. Not a not a great one. LSU, not really either. Yeah, imagine losing LSU. Hmm. Um, but I mean, got got beat by Georgia. That's their only loss for the year. College Game Day was there to see mm-hmm. that happen. Um, but uh, Kentucky having a great year, one of their best years in recent memory, if not ever. And um, we'll just see if if we can be uh, another loss for them. Yeah, here two in a row. Um, what I think we need to do to win this game and it kind of echoes every week stop the run uh, make Kentucky play not their game yeah. uh, 
they're a run first team uh, as as much as the new offensive coordinator came in kind of changed some stuff out um, yeah, really the only thing you change is not having a run first quarterback was it Terry Wilson was yeah that, yeah mm-hmm. not having Terry Wilson yeah did he is he is he playing at UNLV right now I think so dude they're like seven and0 there you go. That's wild. Terry Wilson. He just needed to find his system. Mm-hmm. But uh, Chris Rodriguez is a name that you're going to see on the ground for them. Um, so he's uh, their running back. He's rushed for almost 800 yards uh, this year in seven games. So um, having a big year. And um, their quarterback, Will Le- Will Levis. Is yeah. That his name? Okay. So Will Levis, he's having a good year for he's Kentucky. He's a transfer from Penn State, I believe. Yeah. Those so, Penn State transfers are always good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tommy Stevens, come on now. Uh, but uh, Levis is having a good year for a Kentucky quarterback. I mean, he's he's thrown for about thirteen hundred yards, and um, but he just the only game he's gone over two hundred yards was against UT Chattanooga. So in a close game, in a close game, twenty eight twenty three. Um, looking at Kentucky's offense, so I mean, they're run first, like we said, Chris Rodriguez, uh, Will Levis, not going to throw much, but he'll throw when he has to, um, but. I just don't know. Their their outlier in points scored was 42 against LSU in a game where late in the game LSU had just quit and they were able to hang points at the end. Um, but they're they're usually hang, hang around you know 27 28 points and they're going to play a close game. So does that sound like any team that you know? Uh, no, uh, that doesn't ring a bell to me at all. Yeah. So um, can't can't really think of anyone who uh, every game is is just close. No. Um, and earlier, I, I may have said the UNLV was like 7-0 right now. They're actually 0-7. I was thinking of a different team. <laughs> and uh, he, he doesn't start for New Mexico right now. The running Rebels not having a good year. Yeah. Um, so sorry, sorry, sorry for that misinformation. Fake news. The fake I news mean. these days. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> so Kentucky, run first team. They're a lot like... I think Mississippi State before the air raid. You know, we were very, very similar before Mike Leach came, and now we're similar but in completely different ways. Yeah, we're both going to play really close games in games that we should win and games that we probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. with the exception of Alabama for us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, that being said, this should be a really close game. Yeah, I mean the the spread two, is two teams that play close against no everybody. Who. No matter. Should play close. Use Chattanooga. South Carolina. Lu- Louisiana Tech. Missouri. Louisiana Tech. Memphis. Memphis. Good thing we didn't lose against them. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that game. No. Um, so, I don't know. If we stop the run, we have a really good chance yeah. of winning in a close game. We have to be efficient in the red zone. Can our safety stop people? No big plays? Nah, that's too much to ask. Less than three less, big plays. Three or less big plays. And preferably they not score touchdowns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a lot to ask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think our defense should be all right. Mm-hmm. If we can stop the run, um, their, their pass game shouldn't be too much to handle. And, um, you know, just being able to score when we get to the red zone yeah. is huge. Brandon Ruiz has been our... Um, has, has been pretty automatic since he's come back from injury, but I've heard since then that he's still kind of day-to-day. It's still like he t- kicked some bad balls against Vanderbilt. Yeah. They they weren't good. They all went in, but yeah, they, they, they weren't Ruiz he perfect He hit one off the, off, the, um, off the goalpost that still went in. But. Like, they were all knuckling, and it, it was just kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, 
but he's still got a, kind of some touch and go injury. So uh, we'll see if he's going to be playing or not. Um, Maybe bring him in for long kicks yeah. and Nolan for short. I don't yeah, know. Hopefully it doesn't come down to a kick, but probably will. So um, that's what that's how those close games usually mm-hmm. go. I've so. heard in close games, a small amount of point mean big. It was very eloquent the way you worded that. Okay, all right. So that's all that we have um, for this game. We'll definitely do our predictions here at the end of our picks. Uh, but honestly, stop the run and score when you get to the red zone. I, I think is is the key, and it's going to be the key for us pretty much in every game. You know, um, the, especially the score when you get to the red zone. Part. Yeah. Um, but now our picks for the week. We have ten games lined up from across the country. Starting off with game number one, Texas at number sixteen, Baylor. So um, Texas. Ever since the Oklahoma game, just haven't really, haven't really lived up to the hype that they get that they got there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go Baylor in this game. Uh, I'm also going to go Baylor here. Okay, so we're agreeing on the first yeah. game. All right, I'm sure we're going to agree on all of these. Mm-hmm. All right, so game number two, number six, Michigan at number eight, Michigan State. So probably the biggest this game has been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he has trouble, trouble with, with the, the snap. snap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad we didn't think about that before the podcast, but also really glad that that just <laughs> it happened. happened at the same time. Um, I'm going to go Michigan in this game. I'm going to go Michigan State here. I think these teams are really, really similar. <laughs> They're both great running the ball. Um, neither of their quarterbacks are very good. Um, they both have good pass defenses. Mm-hmm. No, their, their pass defenses are bad, but their quarterbacks can't take advantage of it. So which is going to be... Yikes. Yeah, it, it's going to be... Like, a great game. Uh, that's all I can say. And I hope Michigan State wins. All right. Yeah. I hope Michigan wins. All right. Game number three. Got number nine, Iowa at Wisconsin. So Iowa is still trying to come back from that uh, loss to Purdue, and um, which Purdue has already lost yeah. since then. So, to Wisconsin. To Wisconsin. So um, the transitive property, Wisconsin's already won this game. Yeah. So. And beat Penn State and beat Auburn. Wow. Who beat LSU? Who beat Mississippi State? Who beat Louisiana Tech? Who beat Southern Miss? I don't know. Eagles by ninety. Um. (laughs) All right, so I'm gonna go Wisconsin in this game. This game decides that side of the Big Ten. Yeah. Really weird that's happening. We're like halfway through the season, but this game is basically it. And I'm gonna go Wisconsin here. Uh, Think everyone kind of threw them away early in the season. Oh, that accidentally says Clemson and Pitt right there on our next game. Uh, okay, let's live pick a second game here. Okay, y'all, y'all get to get in the process here. All right, um, what about UMass at Liberty? No, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Uh, SMU at Houston. Uh, I'm going to go SMU. Uh, I'll go SMU here. Uh, the quarterback's really good. He's a Texas transfer. I think his name's Mordecai. He's putting up crazy numbers this year. Really? At yeah. SMU? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I picked them. Yeah. Uh, Let me change that real quick. Uh, Thank you for noticing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was about to pick Pitt so fast. (laughs) That would have been an easy, easy win for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you you can you can go into our next game here. All right. So game number five is going to be at a neutral site. So uh, number one Georgia playing Florida in Jacksonville. So um, Florida. What was it called? The. 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 the, Deep South's oldest rivalry? That is that it? I don't know. Those, which one's a cocktail party? I have no idea. I think that's this one. What's the Deep South's oldest rivalry? Look it up. We have a we have a computer we have an infinite knowledge. 
Um, regardless of what it's called, I think Florida just stinks. Um, I think Dan Mullen. I, yeah, Georgia Auburn is the deep south, so I'll just drive away. What is the cocktail party? Uh, largest outdoor cocktail party. That is Florida, Georgia. That's what I said. Look at me. All right. So Florida just just terrible right now. They're mm-hmm. just off the hinges. Um, and I'm not sure that Dan Mullen's going to be the coach there next year. Um, especially after they get blown up by Georgia. Uh, Florida won this game last year, which is kind of weird. Uh, Georgia having just a weird year. But they're back. They're really strong this year. Undoubted number one team in the country, and they're going to win this game. Yeah, um, Georgia's far and away the better team in this matchup. Um, I Don't do it. Stop. This year has been stupid. And it's... And you know the one thing that would make it even even more stupid? If number one goes down to a Florida team that has four, three losses right now. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how college football would respond to that. So I'm going to pick Florida here. Yeah, I, do, I do not know why. I, I think I think Georgia's going to win by 30. But I'm going to pick, so pick them. No. Okay. I, I'm here. I'm here for carnage. All right. And now we have game number six. We have number 10, Ole Miss, going to Auburn. Number 18, Auburn. Um, so I'm going to let you pick this one first. Okay. There's one thing about this game. Bonix at home. Uh, he's, he's, he's basically a Heisman winner here. Um, I'm going to go Bo Nix here. Uh, Auburn, I think, is going to win this football game. Okay. Yeah. So I have a strategy that I've been working on the past couple weeks. So I like to pick Ole Miss so that if they win, I get happy because I got the pick right. Yeah. But if they lose, I get happy because I get to see Ole Miss lose. Um, I'm going to go Ole Miss here. They, they, they had a lot of injuries, but they were able to bounce back and beat um, – who did they beat last week? Uh, L- uh, LSU. LSU. So they, they looked really good. Um, Ely came back, and he was running the ball really well. Um, I'm going to pick Ole Miss to win this game. Matt Corral, like I said, this could be this could be a Heisman moment if we're uh, if, if, if we're not careful. We might see Matt Corral secure a Heisman this week. Yeah, uh, in this game, he can neither win it or lose it. Yeah, uh, and, you, and, you, and you he go, could he could do neither. But I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, what else do they have on their schedule? I mean, if they win and he puts up like 140 yards passing, oh yeah, then well, he hasn't yeah. lost it, but. He, that's, he's, he's slipping. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I think this could really be a week that he, he secures it. And um, so I think Ole Miss is going to go into Auburn and win. Okay. Um, now we have game number seven, Duke at number 13, Wake Forest. That sounds weird. Uh, Wake Forest undefeated. Uh, have a chance to do something special. Man. And, and Duke is... Duke is bad. And Duke's not the team to stop him. Yeah. Um, j- just a little in- insider insider information here. I once again uh, had the wrong game here, and we just had to pick one, and I did it silently without asking Jack, and this is a horrible game, so I'm going Wake Forest. I'm going Wake Forest here. I think this is probably, probably their easiest game of the year, maybe. They're 100% going to lose, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, probably so. Okay. All right, now we have an actually good game, a game that... that it was going to be great last that, week. Yeah. A game that we that we did handpick, uh, just because there's numbers in front of both of these teams. Mm-hmm. Got number twenty Penn State going to number five Ohio State. Ohio State, I, th- I think maybe the second best team in the country. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Walker approved. Yeah, um, they're looking really, really good. Yeah, ever since the loss to Oregon, they haven't shown any weakness. They're just blowing teams out left and right. Um, 
And I think this is just going to be another week of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Penn State showed last week. I mean, they lost to Illinois. Um, they, they don't really have a resume right now. Mm-hmm. Like their, their, their signature win, probably Auburn. And Auburn... Auburn m- might be good. I don't... I can't tell. Yeah, it we'll was find Bo- out this it week. It was Bonix away, so... Yeah, we'll find out, we'll find out this week uh, if, if Auburn's good. Playing essentially TJ Finley. Oh, wait, that's their backup now. <laughs> All Crazy right. how that stuff works. Yeah, so I'm going to Ohio State. Uh, I'm going to go Ohio State. It would be completely like this year for Penn State to come back after losing to Illinois and knock off Ohio State, but I do not think that, that is happening. All right, I like it. And now, game number nine, Virginia at number 25, BYU. So I've, I've gone against Keaton. A couple of times this year. Because we seem to pick Virginia games every week. Dude, they're always in a good matchup. We always seem to pick BYU games every week. Um, but I, I think I'm I think I'm think going with BYU. Yeah, our boys at Arizona State fell out of top 25, so we had to stop putting them in here. Yeah. Um, and Virginia's never been in the top 25, so we have to keep Yeah, we keep putting them in here. They're, they're in compelling matchups almost every week. Yeah. Uh, trick bag too heavy, going with KT. All right, I'm going with BYU there. Football player, do the football. Now, America's Game of the Week... Um, Kentucky going to Starkville to play number. <laughs> We're not ranked. Kentucky coming into Starkville, number twelve. Kentucky coming in to play Mississippi State. Um, and I'm just gonna let you pick it first. I just have to. Okay. Uh, said it's gonna be a close game. Uh, give me Kentucky winning twenty four twenty. Okay. I think uh, Mississippi State's winning this one 28-21. Randomly just a, just a boring game. Sounds about right. I like it. Don't think we'll get a safety this year? I mean, I hope we do. Yeah. Well, let's get 14 safeties. No. Rather not. <laughs> sounds, sounds stressful. <laughs> sounds like our offense <laughs> just <laughs> didn't do well in the, <laughs> the red zone. I think I'd rather our offense. No, we threw pick three pick sixes. Will throws three touchdown passes. I think after two, Lovertich has to come in. Probably not. But I'll, I'll suit up. <laughs> but I think I think State's winning 28-21. You said Kentucky 24-20? Yeah, yeah that's okay. what I said. And uh, I say my player of the week. You better not take mine. Can mm, I go first? Sure. Give me Emmanuel Forbes. I think he gets a defensive touchdown this week. Really? Yeah. Okay. One thing we forgot to talk about. We I, I said that we would just it would come up naturally. And it didn't. Uh this is why we have a script. And yeah. M over S helmets. That's a thing. One time thing. Unless we win. And if we win another national championship, we get them again. Yeah. We have to keep the one to one ratio to national We're we're gonna have fans, and I'm not one of these fans. I, I don't think I'm glad this is happening for this game. Yeah. But for no other game do I think this should happen. Maybe fans maybe, are, maybe last week against Vanderbilt. That would have been kind of funny. Yeah. But when we win this game, fans are going to be like, it needs to be our primary logo. And I don't think that's true, but the banner logo needs to go. Yeah. And so. I think we'll get into that later in here. Do you think that we're going to do anything with the jerseys? Ah, probably not. Maroon 85 jerseys? I would love it. If <laughs> we got Maroon 85 jerseys? No. No way. If I asked you two weeks ago, we were going to put M over S on the helmet. What if they come out and they just have Banner M? <laughs> just on them and it was just a cruel joke. <laughs> I, I would be very upset. <laughs> but um, So your, your player of the week, Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes, defensive touchdown. 
Um, my player of the week is actually going to be Martin Emerson. I think he's going to get a defensive touchdown this week. You're the worst. Um, so whoever whoever they, des- they decide to throw to. What if they, what if they both get one? I bet we win. Handshake there. We'll just we'll just split player of the week. Okay. Um, but no, I, I I said that as a joke. I really think that uh, that Jaden Wally is going to have a long touchdown this week. I said that last week and he got close, but he's gonna he's gonna have a big week, and uh, I think he's finally going to get a touchdown here. Looking through our Instagram questions, uh, I'm not seeing anything about your Atlanta Braves here, except for a question from yourself. Uh, Braves and six question mark. Braves and six. Uh, how are you feeling about the Braves? The, since you know this is a baseball podcast. Yeah. Um, right now, I mean, split the split the first two in Houston. You have a five game series now, uh, and you have home field advantage. So split the next two, split the next three, and where win two of the next three. Win I was one wondering how you're going to split the next three. Yeah, uh, just win one and a half games each. So um, win two in Atlanta, and then just hope for some bullpen game in Houston working out. Braves and six. Braves and six. I like it. Okay. Uh, Let's get into Instagram questions here. Let's start our, our favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hadn't heard, the Braves are in the World Series, by the way. Yeah. Just just, just, just a little tidbit. Just mildly in the World Series. Uh, from Jace Galby, if Landon Sims played football, what position would he play? Probably running back. It kind of looks like a running back. Kind of looks like a bulldog. Either that or Blind he's just Errol Thompson. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, from Frederick1851, how do you all feel about the helmet? Good. I, I love it. I, I like the, for this week. That's what that's what I'm keep saying. For this week, I like it. Yeah, uh, from Brooks Taylor. We forgot to say, Brooks was our picks winner last week. Eight and two. Uh, feels like we say it every week. Uh, Some of y'all just do better. Courtney, Courtney, come on, do better. Kind of want to start setting up parlays on Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll get he'll go ten and zero eventually. Yeah, I went zero and ten. That's so tough. Um, from Brooks, retire the banner logo. Uh, I wish. Give me script. Yeah. I, I, I really wish we could, but it's not going to happen. Interlocking MSU? Come on, Nike. Give, give it Nike back. all the money? Give it back. Wait, if we just go to Nike? If we just go to Jordan. If we go to Jordan, do we get it? Yes. Okay, just make it sure. Yeah. We get a much better logo if we go to Jordan. Come on. Next question. Next question from Brooks Taylor. What's the formula to beat UK? Stop the run. Yeah. Score in the red zone. From Elizabeth too. Are you dressing up for Halloween? If so, what as? What do you think? What do you think Mike Leach will dress up as? Probably a pirate. Maybe so. Uh, I think I'm I'll not, dress up. I think I'll dress up as Mike Leach. I think I'm gonna dress up as a baseball fan at a football game. You gonna wear a baseball shirt? Yeah. I'm gonna wear a baseball jersey. I'm probably wearing that sweatshirt. I think I'm wearing a baseball jersey. Okay, I'm glad we're not gonna match then. <laughs> we'll match. We're probably going to on accident. I'm. I'm probably gonna wear this. Yeah. Same. Probably, probably, yeah, yeah. Um, from Megan Underwood. Will Megan win SECs tomorrow? And when she does, will Sarah get her own episode? If you win the SECs, Sarah can get yeah. her own episode. Yeah. It's all top up to 10? you. It's all up to you. Top 10? You have to win it. Top 5. Yeah, top 5. Metal. <laughs> Wait, I think, get, they all, I think they all get Get on the podium. Get on the podium. Find a podium, get on it. Send proof. Yeah. Uh, from Nathan Taylor. What's a good Mississippi State-related costume? I thought of this good one the other day. Right. And it would have to be someone... You might have to have a child. Yeah, maybe have a maybe have a child. And you could dress up as, like, Chris Limonis. Maybe Foxhall. Maybe Foxhall. Uh, depending on how you look. Um, some people may look a lot like Foxhall, even though they're trying to look like Limonis. And then you dress up the, the, 
the child as the hypothetical national, child hypothetical child as a national championship trophy and then you just go around like holding it up <laughs> just symbol the thing the whole night <laughs> i think that'd be a great one that's awesome we should do that it's a really good idea that's awesome <laughs> creds to nathan taylor and nathan and ashley and laney for the greatest that was such a good halloween one. costume of the year maybe maybe ever so yeah congrats um, on that one Courtney Purvis, thoughts on football banner logo being replaced with M over S for good? I hate that. Please just give me script. I, I, it's just such a, it's it such a baseball logo. It doesn't seem right. Yeah, it, it baseball deserves their own thing. If somehow we play in like the, the, the Fenway of whatever the bowl yeah. is where you play in Fenway, yeah. would we? Would we get baseball jerseys? When we went and played at Gillette Stadium, we like kind of had Patriots jerseys, but maroon and white. So I guess you just kind of like make uniforms for wherever you play. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. It's a good idea. Uh, from FarmDog09, what is your favorite state logo? Mine's Script. Mine, I like Script a lot. I like Flying M. Flying M's a good one. Yeah. You don't like Walking Bully? Nope. What about Bully Behind the M? <laughs> just... <laughs> on the basketball court <laughs> we have some bad logos yeah not in baseball though nope baseball not, a, we not do, one we do not not, not a bad one there and that's all we have for instagram questions uh yeah that's it yeah just like we don't miss with baseball logos we don't miss with podcasts either this is another good we've episode. missed we've missed before we, we, <laughs> episode one episode three Episode all of last season was just a miss, it seemed like. The baseball season was good. It was fun. And yeah. then, like, we skipped a few weeks and won the national championship. And... But, yeah. Hunter and I like to pat ourselves on the back when we have a good episode. Yeah, that was a good one. I feel like this is a good one. Yeah. Stick around for some for some commentary here at the end. You know, after the after the outro, you're, you're missing out if you don't listen to that. Oh, no. People are going to go back and listen to every one of them. There's a cryptic Art. message if you play them all in reverse. Like... You have to stitch them all together. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I see a spike in all of our episodes played. If you listen to every SEC game, every every SEC game that we've done, there's all, there's always a cryptic message. There. Yeah, there's a message at the end if you play it backwards. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of wonder what it says. All right. Uh, so that's going to be it for the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I uh, hope you have a great weekend of uh, fall weather, college football, and we will see you back here next time at Going for Two with Jack Taylor. Have a good weekend. still doing here the episode is over go home get out of here it's over what did you think was gonna happen commentary a cryptic message (laughs) what a loser hey bestie i heard you (laughs)